Good morning. It's February 28th, and this is your daily brief in U.S. News. Here's everything you need to know. A shadow from the past has been brought into the light, as Daniela Klett, a former member of the notorious Red Army Faction, or RAF, is arrested in Berlin after eluding capture for over three decades. This arrest marks the end of a long manhunt for a figure associated with one of the most turbulent periods in German post-war history. The RAF, a left-wing terrorist group, carved a path of violence through the 1970s and 80s with a series of attacks and kidnappings aimed at overthrowing the German state. Klett, accused of attempted murder, armed robberies, and involvement in a prison bombing, was a key figure in this radical movement. Her life on the run came to an abrupt end following a tip-off in 2023, which, along with a cold case program and her appearance on a German TV program, led to her capture alongside another individual linked to RAF fugitives. Klett's arrest is not just a significant event in the annals of German crime history. It is also a testament to the perseverance of security authorities in pursuing justice, even decades after the crimes were committed. This milestone in law enforcement was achieved without resistance from Klett, who is now in custody, awaiting the next steps in the legal process. However, the arrest has reignited discussions around how Germany remembers its past, particularly in light of criticism directed at Staatsministerin Claudia Roth's draft of a new Rahmenkonzeption Erinnerungskultur. Critics argue that the draft appears to downplay the violent actions of the RAF, underscoring the importance of acknowledging the victims of political crimes. As Germany reflects on this dark chapter, the arrest of Daniela Klett serves as a reminder of the long shadows cast by history. In a significant turn for retail, Macy's Incorporated has reported a 1.7% year-over-year sales decline in the fourth quarter of 2023, signaling a broader challenge in the department store industry. This comes alongside a strategic decision to close 150 underperforming stores by 2026 as part of a pivot towards strengthening its luxury brand presence. The backdrop to this development is a retail landscape that's been increasingly unforgiving to traditional department stores. Macy's response includes a sharper focus on its luxury subsidiaries, Bloomingdale's and Blue Mercury, with plans to open 30 smaller non-mall stores, alongside 15 new Bloomingdale's locations and 30 new Blue Mercury storefronts. This move is seen as an attempt to adapt to changing consumer preferences for convenience and quality. Complicating matters, Macy's is currently engaged in a proxy fight with Arkhouse Management and Brigade Capital Management. In the face of these challenges, the retailer is doubling down on its strategy to accelerate the expansion of small-format stores. This shift is not without cost, however, as the planned closures are expected to result in a $50 million charge related to employee termination costs. The silver lining for some employees may be the opportunity to transfer to nearby Macy's locations. Investor response to these announcements was positive, with Macy's shares rising nearly 5% following the news. Additionally, Macy's plans to sell its iconic Union Square location in San Francisco, although the store will remain operational for the time being. This series of moves marks a pivotal moment for Macy's as it navigates the shifting sands of the retail sector. In Michigan, a groundswell of discontent is brewing among Democrats over President Biden's handling of the Israel-Hamas conflict, 
leading activist groups to call for protest votes in the upcoming Democratic primary. This movement, gaining traction and endorsements from figures like Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib, underscores a significant moment of political dissent within the party. The mechanics of Michigan's primary system, which allows all voters to participate regardless of party affiliation and features no other major races on the ballot, could amplify the impact of these protest votes. Historically, protest votes in uncompetitive primaries like this hover around 7%, but the unique circumstances of this election could shift that dynamic. At the heart of the protest are Arab-American voters and young Democrats who express deep frustration with Biden's foreign policy decisions and a broader disengagement from the concerns of younger voters. Their mobilization to select uncommitted on the primary ballot is a direct challenge to Biden's stance on the Israel-Gaza conflict and a reflection of the broader discontent within the party. This backlash in Michigan, a pivotal swing state that Biden narrowly won in the 2020 election, signals potential trouble for the Democrats. The state's significant Arab-American population and the crucial role of young voters underscore the importance of addressing these grievances. Political analysts, including senior political editor Mark Murray, caution against interpreting the results of the Michigan primary as a definitive forecast for the general election. They stress the importance of considering a broader array of data and narratives beyond this singular event. Nonetheless, the protest movement and the sentiments driving it reveal key dynamics within the Democratic base that could influence the party's strategy and messaging leading up to the general election. In a courtroom drama that's capturing national attention, the Manhattan District Attorney is clamping down on former President Donald Trump's public commentary ahead of a high-stakes trial. This move underscores the legal and public relations battle lines being drawn in what promises to be a closely-watched legal showdown. The heart of the matter lies in the accusations against Trump, involving 34 felony charges centered around a hush-money scandal. Allegedly, Trump orchestrated payments through his former fixer, Michael Cohen, to silence porn actress Stormy Daniels about an affair, aiming to influence the outcome of the 2016 election. This case has spiraled into a complex legal battle, with the DA's office now pushing to impose a gag order on Trump to prevent potentially prejudicial public comments about witnesses or jurors. Moreover, the prosecution seeks to introduce the infamous Access Hollywood tape as evidence. This tape, where Trump is heard making derogatory comments about women, is seen as pivotal by the DA's office. On the other side, Trump's defense team is laying out its strategy, demanding restrictions on key witnesses like Cohen and Daniels, and seeking to exclude damaging quotes and mentions from the proceedings. They've also attempted to delay the trial, though without success so far. As the trial date of March 25th looms, the judge's decisions on these contentious issues remain pending. This legal battle not only highlights the complexities of the case, but also sets the stage for a trial fraught with legal and political ramifications. With both sides digging in, the outcome of these preliminary skirmishes could significantly shape the trial's narrative and its impact on public opinion. In a move that underscores the urgency of America's border security challenges, President Joe Biden is planning a significant visit to the Texas-Mexico border in Brownsville. 
This trip is not just a routine check-in. It's a critical moment for bipartisan discussions on how to secure the nation's borders effectively. The backdrop of this visit is a pressing need for a comprehensive $118 billion border security plan. This ambitious proposal not only seeks to bolster America's defense at its southern frontier, but also includes vital international aid components, with specific allocations for Israel and Ukraine. The plan, however, is intertwined with immigration restrictions that have found favor among Republicans, setting the stage for a complex negotiation landscape. Amidst this pivotal moment, former President Donald Trump has voiced his opposition to Biden's approach, planning a visit to Eagle Pass, Texas, to castigate the current administration's handling of immigration control. This political maneuvering comes at a time when Biden is facing increased scrutiny over record migrant arrivals at the border, a situation that's putting a dent in his approval ratings. Despite the challenges and opposition, President Biden is steadfast in his commitment to push for bipartisan border security reforms. He aims to secure additional funding for Border Patrol and asylum officers, emphasizing the need for a united front to tackle the migration crisis. The strategic timing of his visit, just one week before his State of the Union address, signals a deliberate effort to bolster his political standing and draw a stark contrast between his immigration agenda and that of his potential 2024 opponent, Trump. As the nation watches, this visit could mark a turning point in America's approach to border security and immigration policy, highlighting the critical need for bipartisan cooperation in addressing one of the country's most pressing challenges. This has been your Daily Brief in U.S. News. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.